Welcome to the Whiskey Warehouse Thanksgiving Podcast. Gobble, gobble. Yeah, that's right. Today we are doing, I think, what should be fairly obvious, right? Yes, it is Thanksgiving. At least that's when this will be released. And figured we'd bring back uh, a new episode for you guys since it's been, I don't know, a couple months at least. Yeah, it's mainly for for our boy Sam down there in Florida. What's up, Sam? Shout out to you, buddy. He'll probably like this. Hopefully he's not working on Thanksgiving, but, you know, who knows? I kind of doubt he will be. I think it's like the biggest drinking day of the year. You sure about that? I I think so. But let me let me look. I feel like St. Patty's is up there. Well, it yeah, I think it has to do with everybody's with their family and uh nobody likes being with their family apparently, so they just get ripped drunk. <laughs> I guess that's one way to put it. Yeah. It's kind of wild. So, if you guys hadn't guessed yet, we will be talking Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving traditions, what people do, what we do, and obviously we'll be uh, drinking some turkey as well. Yeah, I've got actually uh, two things of turkey. I got my rare breed uh, rye, and then uh, this, the Wild Turkey 101. Nice. Thanksgiving Eve is widely known as the biggest drinking night of the year. Eve? Also, yeah. They they call it Blackout Wednesday. <laughs> what the fuck? That's yeah. the first time I'm hearing of this. No, this is like a, a whole thing, dude. Like you would think that it would be like Cinco de Mayo or St. Patrick's Day or like Fourth of July or something like that, but it's Thanksgiving. And it that apparently like I think Christmas is not far behind either. Right. Yeah, that's that's probably what was my uh, second guess. Shit is crazy. That is crazy, dude, because I'm not, I focus more on eating rather than drinking. I might have like a couple pours, but I don't really drink a whole lot on Thanksgiving. What about you? Last year, I think I tore into the wild turkey with my brother and and Mike, and uh, we almost, I think we almost killed the bottle, and it was like the leader. Um. So, I mean, I don't know. Most years, I don't think that I drink that much. But last year was actually kind of nice because I got, like, almost to ripped. And then I was like, we ate, right? So I was able to come right back down. You kind of get revived. Yeah. So it was kind of nice because you're like, one second, you're like about to stumble and you're slurring all your words. And, like, all this shit is happening and time just does not exist anymore. And then the next moment, you're, like, sitting on the couch watching football, like, oh, <laughs> ready to go to sleep. But, like, you're not you're not drunk or anything. You're just hanging out. Right, right. And it also so, helps that you have people to drink with you. Whenever I go to my parents' house, I'm usually the only one that drinks whiskey anyway. Oh, yeah. Your dad, I could see, just kills, like, a couple bottles of frickin', uh Chardonnay or something like that. Yeah, he drinks his Chardonnay. Alex doesn't really drink all that much. And Jack's in California smoking weed, so... Yeah, he's going to be eating a whole turkey by himself. <laughs> okay, let's uh get into this crack here. <laughs> yeah, the crack. 
Well, I'm saying I want to crack it. Yeah, I got, I don't know. I got, well, I bought a new bottle for Thanksgiving just in case I feel like drinking turkey while eating turkey. But the bottle I did have, I have, I don't know, maybe a fourth left, a little under the fourth. So you bought a bottle for Thanksgiving and then you drank it pre-Thanksgiving. No, no, no. This oh. is a bottle that I've already had before. Okay. Because I I tend to pick up a bottle of this every once in a while because it's it's cheap. It's good for the proof. Yeah. And it's it's an all around decent bourbon. Tastes good. Um. Yeah, I, dude. I still have half a bottle of rare breed rye left. Yeah, I still have a plenty of that too. I'm just kind of scared uh, to drink it, but yeah. it's that, that is tasty stuff. It is really good. Uh, the I have a full bottle of the uh, Wild Turkey Christmas Edition Whiskey Warehouse Special that uh, is coming out for the Christmas review. So that'll be a good one. I yes. gotta get you. I gotta get you a sample over of that so we can do like Christmas podcast on that. Yeah, for sure, dude. So that'll be a good one. We won't really talk too much about that, but you know, we can talk about wild turkey which is actually fairly young distillery how young is it uh we'll get into that let me uh pull up my screen share here the wildest of turkeys jimmy russell and what's the other one um his son i think it's eddie is jimmy the older one yeah his sure. birthday was just last week or a few days ago, I think. You can see this. You see my Click, screen. Clicking on it now. You see, if you guys are part of our Discord, you could see us record this live. You can see what, you know, what we're looking at here. Uh, this is just salt. I mean, this is the Wikipedia. It's pretty, pretty bland. Um, Thomas Rippey built the old Hickory distillery in Tyrone County, Kentucky. Um, in 1891. Okay. Um, here it is. Austin Nichols began to bottle wild turkey in 1942. So yeah, that is that isn't that old. No. Compared to most. No, definitely not. Like Buffalo Trace is like two hundred years old. Right. Uh yeah, every everyone else is like two hundred years old. Any of the big ones. So that should tell you kind of like a, a big thing. Yeah, you know, this is good whiskey. I don't know anybody in the bourbon community that doesn't like wild turkey. No, but again, it's not I don't I feel like it's not very sought after. No, well, I mean, everybody drinks it, but it's really, like, widely available. But, yeah, then again, everybody can get it, except for certain um, certain bottles, like the the Master's Keep, the Decades, some other things that there are only go. limited releases. Jimmy Russell and Eddie Russell. So, yeah, and then... The smoothest guy to ever walk the planet. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, the creative director. And the fa- the partial founder of uh, Wild Branch. Turkey Long Branch. Yeah. 
which is not terrible. No, it's not bad. That was really smart of all Turkey to to do that with him because they were struggling for a while. I think. I think it's like a good little like. Hey, you want to drink some whiskey? Feel like you're cool? Drink with Matthew McConaughey. So, yeah, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Exactly. All right, I'm going to go into the color on this. I mean, everybody knows what wild turkey looks like, right? Nice uh, golden amber color, like uh, copper. You're drinking the 101, correct? Yeah, I mean, that's what you gave me, so... Right, yeah. right. Just clarifying that to the audience. This is the one on one. There's the regular stuff, which is is the regular stuff just eighty? I think so. Yeah. We can always, you know, check the website. That's always a good indicator. There's one on one. And there's the regular. Eighty one. Eighty one, okay. Which we haven't done a review on this, and I'm actually really interested to see the difference. I've heard this, like, this is apparently just garbage. So, um, like, a lot of people have said, like, don't buy eighty the 80 proof one, get the 101. Because apparently this one, the regular wild turkey is just not good at all. Well, they're around the same price, aren't they? Yeah, I think it's like a couple bucks more for 101. Yeah. I don't know why you would, would skimp on it, but... Hey, you have some people it does really come down to budget. True. And I got a I we need to try this one too, the Wild Turkey 101 rye. We do. I bet that's freaking awesome. We've had Kentucky Spirit, but we need to find another bottle and review that again. You can find that in Kentucky. Yeah, uh Party Source has it all the time apparently. They do. And then Rare Breed, which you know, they're barrel proof, as they say, but this is the this is that thing that happens where they say, you know, they water it down in the barrel because there's no way you have a million bottles that are all one twelve point eight. Right. I mean they're not the only ones that do it. And at least it's at barrel strength. You know, they don't fucking pull some shit like Copper Tongue does, that sixteen year old or from barrel that's fucking like 80 something proof and it says it's barrel proof well yeah i mean i mean that's i, I God, i'm really I'm pretty what sour you're saying about that. is that wild turkey doesn't bring it below 100 proof exactly see it's i don't like have close, a problem with close to barrel proof but not like an official uncut barrel proof right yeah i mean there's uncut and unfiltered barrel proofs and then there's you know, the consistent proof ones like rare breed. Um, I think the old Ezra seven is a consistent proof. Um, I'm sure there's others. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It smells good. It's got like a nice chocolate front. Like a, like a milk chocolate. I can get that. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Chocolate milk, something like that. Every glass of wild turkey that I've ever had all smells the same. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've had one where I'm like, this is a little different. That's the same thing with Jack. They got it dialed in. You know, uh, I gotta, like if we have uh, trying to think of one that we don't always have. Uh, 
Buffalo Trace, like, it can be different flavors, like, or a different set every now and again, like, or Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare is a good one, That's, even though it's a single barrel, technically. Uh, it's never the same sense or the same palette. It's got a lot of the same characteristics, but it's not the same every time. No. And it's, I've had bad bottles of Eagle Rare and I've had good ones. I have only ever had good bottles, so thank God. (laughs) I've kind of, I don't know. I feel like Eagle Rare is a little overhyped. No, it is. I mean, that's just part of what comes with with bourbon, right? A lot of the stuff that seems to be coming out of Buffalo Trace now is just kind of like overrated stuff. Especially, I feel like there is better stuff for that's more readily available and uh, for a better price. True. Her sip, buddy. Cheers. All right. Cheers, man. Pretty tasty, dude. Yeah. You would think like that this would be one that would be hard to find too. Nope. One of the most available bourbons out there. Yeah. But it's I would say in in a lot of cases that this is better than than Buffalo Trace. Really? Yeah. I would think so. I mean it's more consistent. Uh it has like more depth and flavor, I believe. To me, it does. Um, Buffalo Trace is good. It, don't get me wrong. I'm not like trying to bash it, but uh, the proof point, um, the drinkability of it, like Buffalo Trace is very drinkable, but this has that burn that you're looking for as well as like a depth of flavor. It does, dude. It's got a nice hug, too. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of hugs. The first night that I got off from sobriety, um, I cracked open that that Ragged Branch uh, Barrel Proof Double Oak, and uh, and then I had a few drinks after that. I could not get drunk. Really? Yeah, I drank like I think Asana and I both had like four or five drinks within like an hour or two, which Damn. should be enough to get you like a buzz. But I was stone sober, and then the next day we kind of did the same thing. I could not get drunk. I caught a buzz after I drank some uh, Elijah Craig rye, but it wasn't. It was for like two seconds, and then I was right back to like just being sober. So it was wild. Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> that is weird, dude. I mean, everything still tasted good, and I was like, the proof on the uh, on the ragged branch at one twenty three seven or eight nine, I think, is what it is. Uh. It didn't drink hot at all. Like I was like, oh, okay. Like how you're saying that you were like struggling with like coming back into it. Like I had zero problem with it once I once I took that first drink. I was like, oh, we're good. <laughs> but I started out with that ice cold Bud Light, which that that tasted like absolute dog shit. Yeah, dude, Bud Light sucks. Oh, it's terrible. Especially like you have a real beer after it, and you're like. Why the fuck did I drink that? (laughs) (laughs) It's a hydrating beer. I mean, if I'm trying to hydrate, I'll drink like Yingling Light. That's way better than Bud Light. Oh, yeah, for sure. And And I don't even like that that much, but it's more of a head of Bud Light. Yeah, that's like 3% or something like that. It's very low. 
alcohol percentage. Is it really? Yingling Light's 3%? Yeah, it's really low. It can't be that low. It's got to be at least like 4.2, like the rest of them. No, it's not. It's actually like considered one of the healthiest beers. Because of the, the calories and... Uh, where is it? Is it the light or is it like a special kind? No, it's light. the light. That's not true. <laughs> that is He's not true. Who's wrong? It's 4%. Dude, it was not 4% when I looked it up last time. Where the fuck is it? I know that it was not 4% because I was like, why the <laughs> fuck is this so low? Is this special? It this might is have been a- That's. What the fuck? Yingling Light 99? Maybe that was the one you... Oh no, is that just just the regular This is what I was drinking. But it didn't have this on the bottom, the 99. What the fuck? I swear... It had to be a different kind. I am pissed. I just (laughs) remember like I would drink a shit ton of them and I was like, okay. Either way though, that's low. I mean... It is. For light beer, it's low. This is 4.2 flight, and this is like their really, really light stuff. Are you flight? Why the fuck do they put that on there? Are you of age? Like, no, I'm just fucking visiting this website just because I want to look at beer. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Our beer. I'm going to be really pissed if I'm wrong because I swear I was looking it up. I was like, what's the. What's the ABV on this? And then it was like, oh, it's like three percent. What the fuck? Nope, that's it. Maybe I was looking at the carbs, three point two carbs. Yeah, it sounds about right. The only beers that I've seen that are that low is like Miller sixty four or anything like that, with a really yeah. low calories. They're like two and a half, three percent. This flight is supposed to be pretty good. I don't know if I would, you know, be willing to risk it. Uh, this is good. I like the Golden Pilsner from them. I've really but only had their regular in the light. I haven't really explored their line that much. I would love to try this. Yangling Premium. <laughs> I've had this. Oktoberfest is pretty good, but that's just everybody. Yeah, that you is know. good. I've had that one. This one's supposed to be good too, but I don't know. I've had the Black and Tan as well, and the Traditional. The Traditional I really like this time of year. Uh, I think it's got like a nice, like a uh, multi kind of like warmth to it. I tend to, I tend to like drink the darker beers in the winter time and then head over towards like Coors and, and Budweiser and stuff like that over in the like spring slash summer. Yeah, I do the same thing. I only drink Guinness in the winter. I tried this. This was pretty good. The oh, yeah? uh, chocolate porter. How's it compared to Guinness? It's not the same thing. Does it it's, actually taste like chocolate? Yeah, it's got like a lot of like a chocolatey flavor to it. It's not it's not the same. It's not is even it, like close. Is it sweet? It's got a little sweetness to it. Huh. I wouldn't say like overly sweet cuz I mean in, yeah, you see that Hershey's chocolate in there, but I'm pretty sure it's like dark chocolate, not milk chocolate. Yeah, that'd be so, kind of nasty. Yeah. I mean actually I don't know cuz if if I had like some milk chocolate 
you know, I like the sweeter beers, like the uh, Miller Genuine Draft. That's a pretty sweet beer. It um, is. And I think that if you had like a milk chocolatey stout or a porter, I think it'd be really good. Maybe. We're, we're, we're so far off track. We are. <laughs> we got into day. talking about freaking beers. <laughs> I'm sure people would be drinking beers on Turkey Day too. Nick, oh, are, dude, you, um, are you going to do the Blackout Wednesday? Uh, so she probably you. not. I, <laughs> I'm going to a play tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Sarah would kill you, though. I'm pretty sure. Going to see Wicked with her cousins. Nice. Even though we've uh, seen it already. What's his name? Um, Dustin? Yes. Yep. Just wanted to make sure. That sounds like something that you guys would do with him. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> we'll get dinner before and then. Nice see guy, again. Dustin. He's a good guy. But, uh, I asked him where his, uh, where his husband was at your at your uh, Halloween party. And he was like, oh, he's working. I was like, fuck, that sucks. Sorry yeah, about that. He's a nurse, so he has weird hours. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if it was Sam or someone else in our Discord, but someone sent us a review idea. It's a whiskey or bourbon that's supposed to taste like Thanksgiving turkey. I have never once heard of that is that a thing it's a thing here i'll try to pull it up i love you can buy it online but it's like 60 fucking bucks that'd be a good um review for next year and thanksgiving special you're lying bird I'm of courage lying. bird of there it is bird of courage get the fuck out of here <laughs> i'd be down Okay, <laughs> but I'm also thinking like it sounds fucking disgusting. <laughs> I know, dude. It's like it's like just imagining all the drippings after you cook a turkey and just fucking gobble it up. Blah, blah, blah. Nick, fucking nasty. <laughs> this got a freaking ninety-two, which is great. An excited nod from friends when you pour them a dram. Get the fuck out of here. Who scored it? Uh, Rob Report. Oh, okay. Whoever this website is. 12% rye, 7% malted barley, 81% corn. Is it a bourbon or a whiskey? Um, it's got to be a whiskey. It's a flavored whiskey. Okay. How do you, like, who the fuck thinks of that? I'm going <laughs> to put some uh, turkey flavor into this and uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, man. That does not sound good. I'm sure if you ate it with turkey, it'd be good. Not ate it. Well, drank it with turkey. You can't eat it. I don't know. Forbes has got something on it, but who do we know that's got it? The whiskey wash. Okay. What do they think? I want to see the notes. Comes with a little feather in it. That's kind of cool. That is cool. One of those tiny ass bottle. I think that that's going to be the the thing is like you pay sixty bucks for it, but you just get like a three seventy five of it because they Dude, know I'd that be... no one would fucking drink a a whole thing on this. Well, if it's sixty bucks, I want a whole damn bottle. Yeah, 
That's expensive. It looks really small. It's tiny, dude. That's a small ass bottle. Damn. And I have a review, though. Sweet essence of roasted sweet potato and squash combines with the buttery heart of fresh baked flint corn bread to fortify this whiskey's deep oaky spirit. Sweet New England apples and herbaceous herbs support the aromas of several freshly roasted turkeys. I don't... That's a lot of fucking notes, dude. I think he's rich. I don't know. It's bottled at 92 proof. Oh, dude, that's a high ass. But it is 60, $65. Jesus Christ. For a shot's worth. That just doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. Like, just, I feel like we'd be in here. Like, I'm trying to picture it, but all I'm thinking is like salty turkey skin and whiskey combined. Like, does not sound like a good experience. No. I thought this would take me right to the fucking thing, but it did not. So. Do they have a website? No, it's it's for sale at this website here. Zealbox.com. Yeah. From Tanworth Distilling in New Hampshire. It just doesn't sound good. Bird of Courage. Let's see. Who, I mean, who recommended this? <laughs> it was in the Discord. Here, I'll, I'll pull them up. It was. Oh, oh you know what, Nick? I'm not logged was, into the Discord on my my new phone. It's Joe Joe DeVee. He okay. recommended this. Well, thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. I'm not going to pay 70 bucks for like a third of a bottle of something that tastes like roasted turkey, though. 200 milliliter for $65. Are you fucking nuts? Jesus. I mean, you guys better start supporting the Whiskey Warehouse hardcore because I don't think this is going to (laughs) happen. Our PayPal is active, so if you want to (laughs) donate. Go ahead and slap that $65 plus shipping and handling over towards uh the whiskey warehouse and we'll we'll do this review next year but if that doesn't happen this isn't happening it is five-year-old bottled and bond whiskey oh quintessential new england thanksgiving dinner fuck new england (laughs) (laughs) the only good thing that they ever did was fucking help (laughs) us win the revolutionary war no i shouldn't say that probably some good people up there Uh, Fuck Tom Brady, Nick. Fuck Tom Brady. Fuck him. Fuck him hard. You would, wouldn't you? No. A lot of people would. All right. He just needs to go away. Going into Wild Turkey Rare Breed Rye at 112.2. I feel like the proof has changed on that over the years. I swear that there was one that was like 118. It was like one... I feel like it was like 114 or 116, something like that. 
I don't know. The old label was higher proof, I think, of the rare breed bourbon. Because that rye is new, isn't it? It was 116.8. Oh, I was right. The rye is brand new. That came out last year. Right. So there's that is the highest proof that's ever came out for the rye. Okay. That's the first God. barrel proof I've ever had. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. I think it was. The rare breed rye? No, there's the regular rare breed. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know. I think my first one was Stag Jr. Really? Yeah, that was from Troy at uh, D-Guard's wedding. Ah. It was good. <laughs> it, yeah, it is good. Mm. This was reviewed in 2016, so... Hmm. Interesting. Six, eight, and 12-year-old bourbons. I love their website, dude. Freaking Breaking Bourbon's got the best freaking whiskey website out there. So simple. It is the best. And then, like, you know, you want to go to the top and freaking, let's look at all the whiskeys, A, A B, C. Like, you could fucking do that. Yep. Look right there. Reviews by name. It's like, okay. I wish they did My whiskeys, too. Like, just regular whiskeys? Yeah, just like, you know. American whiskeys as well, because you won't find a lot of High West products on there. You won't find uh, Canadian whiskeys on there, stuff like that. I feel like they're missing out a little bit. I'm kind of surprised that they don't, because, I mean, they do a lot of rise and stuff like that. You'd think well, they that do you rise. Kind of, yeah, you'd lump it in there like. This is good. Hmm. It's got a three. That's pretty solid. I'm surprised it's not higher. That's probably one of my top five favorite ryes. Well, what's our favorite rye, Nick? Uh, I don't know. I know uh, it was Pinhook for a while. Uh, or Ragged Branch. Premium. Oh, that's the one. The Ragged Branch rye. That is the shit. It is tasty. Oh, God dang. If they had the freaking barrel proof offering down there at the party Dude. source, I would have probably had you get that. <laughs> Dude. Because we've be had amazing. It. We've had the barrel proof before. Of rye? Yeah, when they sent us those really tiny bottles. I don't remember. Is that when we did everything at once? Yeah, it was the Christmas review. It was the last one we did because we were like, oh, we'll just work our way up. Damn it. <laughs> it was I don't good. remember what that tastes like. It's gone, dude. It's gone, gone. Yeah. yeah. It was so good. It was caramel. It was like caramel and rye. Oh, this is such a different profile. So what, what's like your, your uh, Thanksgiving tradition, buddy? So usually me and Sarah split it. Usually her family has this big, huge thing because she has a huge family. So they ran out of gym and we go there around to eat. And since it's in a gym, we usually play basketball or something afterwards. And then we go over to my parents around six and just have a traditional family style dinner at the table and then have dessert afterwards. And it's not, not too exciting, really. Dude, I mean, I couldn't do two dinners. 
to be to be completely honest like well the last the last few years we've struggled but thank god this year <laughs> Sarah's family decided to do it on Friday oh that's so, awesome so this year we're going over to Alex's or you know you know Morgan Alex's fiance her parents yeah. um with my parents they're hosting for us on Thursday we're going over there nice. and then on Friday we're going over to David's for Sarah's families Not bad. What do, you, what do you do, bro? Um, well, normally I like to go do the uh, the turkey bowl. You know, get that out of the way early in the morning. Go play some football. Work up an appetite. Come home, take a shower, head over to my parents. You, this you year we're gonna be the turkey yeah. bowl, like yeah. early in the morning with the boys. I mean, I, last year we did it um, at the high school, and uh, there was just a shit ton of people. Really. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't immediately jump in because I was—I didn't think that I had the skills to pay the bills there. But uh, <laughs> then I was watching some guys, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm better than them. I know that for sure." And I got in there finally, and I ended up playing like the—it was like a, probably an hour. Uh, we were there for like an hour and a half. I think I ended up playing for like an hour, and okay. I barely broke a sweat. There was guys that were out there like just fucking dying, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." <laughs> <laughs> It was That's me. Just too early for me, man. Yeah. Well, it was like me, Kyle, Corey, um, Jemire, and then uh, I think Zach Teppi was there. So we were all just fucking rolling around. It was okay. a good time. Yeah, I think I did it like a year or two. You did it that one year, Nick. Is this, Was it just one year? Yeah. Okay, and you're yeah, probably, probably right. Whoa. Hardcore what? punch in the mouth of mint on the uh, rare breed ride. Dude, I, do, I, get, I got mint on that a lot, too. Like, first it was like a nice sweetness, and then it was just, like, I feel like I just brushed my teeth. <laughs> Holy shit. That's nice. It's got something on there, though, that's like a little off-putting. I don't like it's very dry. Like uh like char or yeah, I think so. Or... Yeah, it's like something that doesn't match up with the rest of the flavor. It it's very uh I would say almost oaky, yeah. Yeah. If it if it's sweet, you don't want it to have like too much oak on the backside cuz it just ends up tasting like dish soap. Dude, I had this um uh bottle of Foros a single barrel. It was a badass bottle dude I, I just finished it last night and it was really hardcore char oak and it overpowered all the sweetness and spiciness that it usually has it was nasty it tastes like a cardboard box hmm. that's the problem with single barrels yeah it is what it is man i mean that's yeah exactly like you get it and it can either be really good or it's gonna be really bad i feel like there's no in between where it's like oh this is all right no so you go to your um, football thing in the morning. What do you do after that? Come home and shower. I don't normally eat until I get to my parents. So, and then even then, like I try not to eat too much because about to jam that plate full of fucking food. Hell yeah, man! Yeah, I mean, my like it's not. I I saw something about like white Thanksgiving versus black Thanksgiving, and it was like white Thanksgiving, and it was turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and 
stuffing and uh, green bean casserole and some rolls or something like that is what they put on there. And then it was like Black Thanksgiving and it was like smoked turkey, um, macaroni and cheese, uh, ribs, chicken. And it was like all this shit, right? Like it was a whole fucking thing. Let me see if I could find it for you. Cause it, like, I was like, damn, like that would be cool, but there's no way I could eat all that. I'd love to have ribs on Thanksgiving. That'd be awesome. So basically a barbecue. Yeah, it was a whole thing. <clears throat> Let me see here. Cause it was only like three things that they listed for the white Thanksgiving. And I was like, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> like once I saw the thing, I was like, it's not, that's not as uh, eventful as I would have thought. Here it is. Well, it's way more than three things. So it was all this stuff was the white Thanksgiving. And then Turkey, it, stuffing, gravy, cranberry sauce, sweet potatoes, green beans, you know, all the regular shit. Yeah. And then Black smoked turkey, people. fried turkey, fried chicken, catfish, roast beef, chitlins, ham. It's down here, too. You can, you can see, like, a little bit more of it. What are chitlins? Uh, it's like a pork product. Okay. So then it come, keeps going down. Homemade mac and cheese, ham, honey baked ham, country ham. <laughs> so it's all meat. It's oh, dude, it's everything. But the picture that they showed next to it was so amazing. Like this guy's plate was just, and I think one of the things that it said was like burn ends too, which it's like a whole nother thing. I'm so mad that I can't find the original thing that I saw. This is going to piss me off because it was so funny, dude. I was like, God dang it. <laughs> they got us nailed. That would be pretty, pretty awesome, man. Sounds like a lot of good food. Whose Facebook is this? Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I think that's Cassandra's. Oh, he's going to read it. I don't want him to read it to me. I want to read it myself. Whatever. It's not important. But yeah, it was kind of like, I was looking at that menu, I was like, fuck, dude. Like, honestly, too much. I can have all of those things throughout the year, right? Yeah. I can't have a fucking turkey. Like, that's, that's the thing. I can't have that. Because if I make a turkey, who's going to come eat it? I can't eat all I of that. fucking food, dude. Yeah, dude, like even like a 12 pound turkey is fucking huge. So much meat. Like, all I want off from the turkey. Here's my other thing I have a, uh, a tradition of my own, which is I always eat the legs. Yes. I, I do the fucking drumsticks because that is the shit. Best part. Dude, so amazing. It, it, so you- if it's not there, I'm going to lose my shit because that is <laughs> the best part of the fucking turkey. It is. I hate white meat. I Me can't too, fucking dude. stand it. Dark, dude, dark meat, meat all the way. Yeah, because dark meat has like juices to it, and it's like it's just got a lot of more flavor. It's, it's not, not dry. dry. Yes, that's yes. what I'm saying, Nick. You get in that fucking, you get that leg, and even if the turkey's dry, guess what? The leg's still going to be wet. Let's fucking go. Because there's a little more fat in the dark meat, so it'll keep it oh, moist. So fucking good. So good. I I do that, and then like if I'm if I don't want to eat the other leg, which seldom happens, I, I normally eat like one leg and then 
you know, all this, my plate's just fucking piled full. Um, but if I do, I, I normally go for like the wings because they're dark meat as well. So I can yep. just have that like extra little bit. I don't yeah, have to worry a about whole lot of meat doing a hold of your leg. Have you ever had the, the, the point where you start eating the leg, you get like halfway through and you're just like, fuck, I'm going to eat the rest of this food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gone through that because I used to do two Thanksgivings in one day. I feel like I could do it. If, it, if one was like two in the afternoon and the other one was at six, I could do it. But if it's like two and four, there's no way. Yeah. Even Unless you when like, we spaced it out from like two and six, we were still fucking full by the time we got over. Yeah. Well, that's probably because you were like munching on snacks afterwards or like somebody's going to give you some pie. Nah, you're already full. So that pie is just like, you have to eat it because, you know, it's good. Like a little, a little pumpkin pie. An ice cold pumpkin pie with whipped cream on top. Or like uh, yeah, dude. apple pie with some ice cream on the side. Like you can't say you're not going to eat that. You're, you're, even if you don't have room, you're going to make some room. Is that your go-to dessert? What's that? Apple pie. No, dude, I love pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is the shit. Apple pie is great, though. That last year when I made that Weller, um, that Weller apple pie, so fucking good, so buttery. It's got to be warm with some ice cream, dude, and then it's like yeah. the bomb. Yeah, exactly. Is that yours? Um, I don't know. I guess it depends what mood I'm in. You know what the worst one is to eat on Thanksgiving? What? It's really good, but it's the worst one is fucking pecan pie or pecan yeah. pie. Yeah, it, dude, I, I'm I'm not a pecan person. It's dude, I love the shit, but like it is so dense and heavy that if you were to do a second Thanksgiving, you're going to be full as fuck. Like there's it just it's so dense. Because it's, uh, what's it called? That shit that we used last year for uh, the Halloween special when I put the red dye in it to make it look like blood. High fructose corn syrup? Yes, that's what, so that's what's underneath the, the pecans. Oh, that, that's that heavy. Sucks. Yeah, it is. It's really dense. Like pumpkin pie, like it's whipped, right? So, right. you know, it's, it's pretty light. Apple pie is like, you got the like jelly stuff. Like the filling, and then some apples in there, and then some crust. Like, not that dense. My mom makes chocolate pie for Thanksgiving. Do you do you eat chocolate pie on Thanksgiving? No, but it sounds good. It's basically just chocolate pudding. I could do it with a yeah, crust. Yeah. And you got like some whipped cream on top, or no? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not whipped cream. It would be a uh, cool whip. Cool whip. Yeah. God, that shit's so good. I'm so excited. I've, I've yeah. done, I think I've done a Thanksgiving with Cassandra's parents one other time, and it was really, really good. So. So you said you're flying out to Cali for that, too? Yeah, on Thanksgiving. We get there at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so. And then when do you celebrate with your parents? I'm not. Oh. You, you yeah. just guys um, alternate each year or something? Mm, normally we do Christmas like 
we try to do one Christmas at home, one Christmas with our parents. And then like this year, cause we weren't going to go for Christmas and, you know, cause Hunter wants to see her parents. We decided that we would go on uh, Thanksgiving instead. So. Okay. But yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah. It will, her dad picked me up a bottle. I had him pick up a bottle of uh, wild Turkey one one So he was like, that'll be ready when you get here. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He yeah. likes to drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're That's awesome. They're good people to hang out with, you know, and it's a lot of fun to be around them. Like I said, they're, they're, they're musicians and stuff like that. So we normally end up like breaking out a guitar or singing something, but we're good. So we're going to do Thanksgiving that day with her parents. And then in the weekend we're going, I don't know what mountains, but we're going up into the mountains to celebrate with her whole family, but they all are doing Thanksgiving on thursday as well and then they're gonna have like a little family celebration um at some cabins uh Ooh. on like saturday or sunday or something like that so we'll be up there saturday and sunday and then come back to her parents house on monday and then fly out tuesday nice yeah see you're there for a good amount of time yeah i mean it's it's gonna be like a enough time to adjust to cali time and then come back here and have to adjust again so yeah Sounds like fun, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's nice. I mean, I think this year it's just her sister and uh, her sister's boyfriend that are going to be there. And her brother. Um, but her other brother and his, I think, fiance and their kids are up in Washington, so they won't be there to celebrate this year. So oh, okay. Yeah, but it'll be a good time anyway. And yeah, you know, we get along pretty good, which is great. It's great, like how you were able to find and fit in with like Sarah's family. Yeah, um, it's good to find um, in-laws that you can just hang out with, and you don't feel like you're not a part of the family. Right. Which, yeah, that's always nice. Yeah, I mean, even when I hang out with like you and your family, I don't feel like I'm an outsider. No, you know, so that's like the cool thing. I hang out with you and Sarah and David and his family. I don't feel like I'm an outsider or I go and hang out with you and your family. Like, I don't feel like an outsider at all. So it's, it's nice. Cause you're like, Oh, cool. Like everybody just kind of accepts that I'm here and treats me like another person. So <laughs> exactly. you, go some, you go some places and you go like hang out with some families and you're like, I don't want to be here too long. <laughs> right. Yeah. <I> just- <laughs> you do start to feel like an outsider. So like, you feel like you don't need to be there. Like you might get like pushed aside or something like that. But I think, uh, you know, their family does a really good job of making you feel like one of their own. And then, I mean, everybody's talking to everybody and just hanging out and, uh, you know, your family does the same thing. Yeah. That's how it should be, dude. For sure. You don't want to like, Go somewhere and just feel like you're not supposed to be there. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is the worst kind of hanging out. Like, can you imagine being married into a family like that? Fuck. Yeah, like, dude, that, would, that would suck. Or like if the parents didn't like you, that'd be even worse. Like, not only are you not welcome, like, like feeling like you're not welcome, but you're actually not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Right up front. <laughs> just like, get, get me out of here. 
you have to stay for the person, but you don't like their family. <laughs> That's kind of like the popular stigma with in-laws, but our experience uh, I don't is complete see opposite. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, this is cool. Yeah. I think what, you have to be willing to be able to flex and be like, when I say flex, I, I, I mean flexible. Right. Like, you have to be able to bend and realize that this is not your family. Like, but they want to treat you like family. You have to understand that there are going to be differences, but everybody has to look at it the same way as like, you know, I might disagree with this person, but I still love them. And if you, if you can't do that, then that's just, you know, that's on you. Um, but if, if people are making an effort to, um, you know, make you feel like family and you're still putting up that fight, that's a hundred percent on you. That's, that's not on them. So. Yep. I don't I know, agree. man. It's all some bullshit. You're Hollywood right. makes, huh? No, go ahead. Hollywood makes everything look uh, worse than it is. Like being a parent, people are like, "Oh yeah, being a parent." You watch it on TV, and you're like, "That looks like it sucks." And the reality is, like, being a parent's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> so, yeah, it they just, do make everything you know dramatic in Hollywood. Yeah. But th- that's the perception, though. Is like people look at that and they think, like, "Oh, that's real life." Like, that's actually how it has to be. It's like, no, it doesn't. You think about, like, from, I don't know, we'll say 1800 to about 1995, 97-ish. Like, families were super tight. That was all you knew, like, your aunt's uncles. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what kind of killed, like, family togetherness is... uh, Cell phones, social media, technology, and uh, yeah. yeah, technology had a big thing to do with that. Because back in the day, if you were, you know, they would they would fucking go all the way across the country, and they would never ever see their family ever again. But they would write to them all the time, or like if they were able to see their family, it was like basically they almost had to fucking die to get there. Yeah, right now, dude. <laughs> uh, just call up my grandma and say, "Hey, how's it going?" And then I won't talk to her for another six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like that, that's a huge thing that I think Hollywood just kind of took away from everybody. They, they made this illusion of like family doesn't matter as much and that, you know, family isn't like a huge thing as far as like having kids settling down. Now it's like who, how how many bodies can you have under your belt? And uh, you probably don't want kids because they're expensive. The reality is kids aren't that expensive. You're just going to have to give up a little bit of what you feel like you should be doing or affording and once you have kids then you realize like i didn't really need all that stuff in my life anyway so what did i really give up nothing get a whole lot in return you don't really lose anything right yeah exactly Uh, what were you gonna say nick you had something that you were about to about to say oh i was just gonna say um you're off today right yeah what do you typically do on your days off? You just chill? Um, Take care of the kids? Yeah, like, I mean, if if the kids aren't home, if they're with Cassandra, I'll go to the gym in the morning, I'll work out, and then uh, come home, shower up, eat breakfast, and then play video games for a little bit, and then once I'm, like, kind of get around noonish, then I'll start kind of cleaning up the house and making it look good, so when Cassandra gets home, she's uh, happy with what's gotten done. So... You're a good husband, man. 
Sometimes, you know, sometimes I get a little lazy. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Still <laughs> <laughs> laying my ass all day. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the problem becomes you... you n- normally, I have really great time management. Um, sometimes I don't, where I'm like, oh, you know, I've got time. And then the next thing you know, it's like 30 minutes until Cassandra's supposed to get off, and I haven't done shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. That's not a good thing. Because <laughs> I know, like... I know I understand how she would feel if, if, if or if how I would feel if I came home and she was just by herself all day and uh, like the laundry wasn't done or the dishes weren't done or the house wasn't a little clean. Like I'd be like, what, what, what the fuck did you do? You're by yourself all day. <laughs> I, yeah, it, I've done that before too. Gotta walk the line, dude. What do you do on your days off? I know you're off sometimes during the week. Yeah, I get Fridays off in the off season. Um, since, well, especially during the bourbon season, I go to drops whenever I can. I'll clean up the house, you know, editing sometimes, stuff like that. Not yeah. too exciting. Well, and like, Sarah's home, so. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So you don't like, really get that, like, uh, uh, I guess you do, but you don't. What? Like, she'll probably remind you, like, hey, Nick, it's starting to get a little late. Like, let's uh, get this straightened up, buddy. You're like, okay. <laughs> yep, exactly. Like, right when I get off here, uh, we're going to do some Christmas decorating, and we're going to clean up the house a little bit. You're running a little late there, bud. Well, not really. Our tradition was that we start decorating for Christmas after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we're starting a few days early. I got my lights up like two weeks ago on the house. I know. I saw that. And then I think we did the decorating inside last weekend. Okay. Which actually, I think it was like two weekends in a row. We did the the decorating. (laughs) Damn. Once you have kids, dude, you got to like pick times because they want to get into everything. So you gotta you gotta find like a way to to move around them. Yeah, for sure. Now I mean, nope, <laughs> not, <laughs> not yet. yet. Anyway, you're on your way. Yep. Um, what are you thankful for this year, buddy? Uh, you know, usual stuff: family, friends. You know, my wife, you. Bottle of Stag Junior. Bottle of Stag Junior. <laughs> <laughs> All the bourbon that I was able to get. <laughs> yeah, just the sure. usual stuff. Yeah. About you? Uh, you know, about the same. Wife, kids, healthy kids. That's a big thing. Because yep. uh, a few years ago, when I was down in Texas, Lila had a. Uh, she was really sick and she was in the hospital. Oh, and, shit. Uh, yeah, I wasn't able to come home. So Cassandra had to spend her Thanksgiving in the hospital and I had to spend mine in Texas worrying about my kid. Damn. That so, sucks. Yeah. So I'm happy that the kids are healthy. Elijah's getting over his shit. Uh, I am so happy with, I mean, finances are finally getting in order with the way we want things to go. Um, you know, I got a nice bottle of ragged branch that, uh, that my best buddy picked up for me down in, uh, in Newport. So sure, all, dude. like you said, dude, all of the bourbon and, uh, you know, our, I'm glad that we were able to get some shit sent in towards the end of the year. I mean, might not be alcohol, but it was something. Yeah, it's something. And of course, you know, 
I'm going to drop this and people are just going to hate our, our shit because it's always about this one distillery, but so thankful for our uh, relationship with Ragged Branch and them being able to like hook it up all the time. Yeah, man, they're they're They have no problem doing it. And, uh, and his team are awesome. Yeah, super unique. So, I mean, I don't we don't even get that kind of treatment from distilleries that are close to us, but it's great. I think great marketing for them, for us. And then yeah, because uh, we won't shut up about them. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like another thing of like, I mean, I gotta. What's that? Remember that I told you that dude lives in my neighborhood that uh, he uh, bourbon drinker or something. Yeah, or yeah, he, yeah. Has, uh, some he has a smoke bourbon or something. He, he does his own bourbon group. He lives right. down the road from me. Uh, I'm gonna drop off some samples to him of the Ragged Branch, and uh, he's he's never had it before. He doesn't know anything about it. So I'm going to give him the barrel proofs, two, two little samples of barrel proof for him mm-hmm. to, to check out. So I think that he's probably, I feel like it's not a whiskey for beginners for sure. I think it's not, you need to find like the point where you're like, okay, like all of this stuff is starting to kind of taste the same. And then you dip into that and you're like, Oh, holy fuck. <laughs> they do such it's, an awesome job, dude. It kills me. I can't wait to dig into my bottle, dude. I, I can't believe you haven't done it yet. I thought you were going to do it the other night. I know, but we were doing errands for a while, and then David said he'd take us out to dinner, so we went out to dinner and nice. Got a little sloshed and forgot to do it when you got home. I did. Come on, buddy. I want to know what it tastes like. I, I need do to too. know. I got to try that. I got to try that Buffalo Trace store pick. I got to yeah. try that. Wilderness Trail store. I got a lot of stuff to open up. Yeah. Well, I need to hear about this Ragged Branch first. That's like, I feel like that'll be right in your wheelhouse. It's top, it's top of the list. That's the freaking 120. What was it? It was like 27 something. Yeah. Look at that, dude. That's Ooh. right in your wheelhouse. It is. Nice proof point. You know, it's going to be fucking good. Yeah, dude. I can't wait. Uh, and it's the black label, right? You didn't get the uh, the 100 proof double oak that was there or whatever. No, mine is not double oaked. What was that? It was like it wasn't double oaked. Was it rye? No, that I got. No, the one that was down there that both of us were like, no. It was it, like it was double oaked as well, but I don't know what the difference was. I don't was think a, it was rye. It was 100 proof. Yeah, that's what kind of steered me away. Like, I'm not going to pay. 65, 70 bucks for a hundred proof bottle. And you said it was like uh That's the most expensive it said one. Barrel proof on it or something like that? Yeah, it said barrel proof on it. But it was a hundred proof. Yeah. I don't uh, no. <laughs> that, that that does not sit right with me. So interesting. We need to get over there, dude. I feel like if we go, Alex is gonna have us do like a pick. Well like, Yeah, like, dude, that'd be awesome. Could you imagine, like, he'll be like, okay, we're going to put these in a store um, close to you, and they're going to sell. You just are going to have your name on it. Could you imagine? That'd be fucking badass. Whiskey Warehouse store pick. <laughs> like, hey, I'll just take five bottles of that. Dude. Yes. Because that would last me forever. <laughs> I would probably keep one just to keep one. Yeah, Because that, exactly. that's something special. I'm so proud of you, Nick. You went and got a, a bottle of your own, like... Oh, by the way, dude, the Aquista Paces is a nice uh, balance to the the double oak because it's so sweet. 
that it like stops that oakiness from like just penetrating your palate and like helps bring it, it helps level it out. And it's they're only tasty. like, they're only 0.1 or something like that proof points away from each other. Like it's very short, very small. I figured out what that place was, by the way. What? It's a, uh, it's a grocery store in Covington. Kentucky? Yeah. No, it's not. It is. Look it and- up. Acosta Pace is a, is a, like a, like a little, not little, it's a pretty big grocery store in Covington. This, okay. So it's in Covington, Louisiana. Oh, <laughs> I was way off. Yeah, I was like, get the fuck out of here, because if it's not down in fucking Covington, like, we're going. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Whatever, dude. I gotta get off from here, because I gotta go, you know, do family stuff. Yep. Same, Happy Thanksgiving, dude. buddy. I'll you miss too, you. man. Miss you too, bro. Can't wait to drink with you again. It'll be a great time. I can't wait either. Thank you. All right, homie. I'll get with you uh, outside of the, the thing. And we'll chit-chat. Yeah, man. We got some uh, reviews to do. Yeah, we do. No <laughs> more sober reviews. Nope, that's all done. Too bad we didn't like have the... F- we knew that sober November, like No Drink November was coming. And we didn't yep. think like, oh, we should probably knock out like our fucking Thanksgiving one. Oh, well. Yeah, I know. We completely forgot, but oh, well. It happens. We were too focused on Halloween. Yep. All right, homie. Well, happy Thanksgiving. I'll see you, uh, or I'll sh- I'll shoot you a text on uh, on Thursday. I'm sure. All right, buddy. So, Sounds good. All right, love you, dude. Love you too, bro. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. See ya. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Whiskey Warehouse. You can also follow us on Instagram at Whiskey Warehouse. And we just released, well, not really. We, sh- we, um, I just created a few, uh, merch ideas, some new, uh, designs, kind of more simple. Uh, that's linked in our most recent non alcoholic beer review that's releasing, that released yesterday, because this will be released on Thanksgiving. And we hope you guys have a great, fantastic Thanksgiving. Eat a lot. Drink responsibly. And yeah, cheers.